everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from literally gorgeous Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today on the show, Dan, we're going to be talking about uh, religious honorifics, like reverend and sister and bishop so-and-so. Should we use them? Uh, Yeah, we 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 don't... We don't believe in the thing that they think gives them authority. Mm. So should we honor the honorifics? Mm. We'll talk about that. That'll, that'll be a... Uh, y- y- you had said earlier that you thought you might know where I was going to fall down on it, uh, on, on that question. And my response is, I'm not sure I know where I'm going to fall down on it. So oh, it, I'll, wow. I'll be glad to hear when you tell me where I'm falling down on it. Well, what if that's what I thought? Is that you no, would I'm saying you should. You would. You tell me, and then I'll know. You'd feel ambivalent. Oh, you, okay. You yeah. Oh, your your prediction was <laughs> was my ambivalence. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> anyway, all right, Dan. Um, let's see. Where should I start? Oh, I'll start here. Uh, town in Ohio, Dan, by the name of Lebanon. Ohio. Oh, sure. I know it well. Um, has uh, voted unanimously, their city council has, uh, to pass an ordinance that turns their town into a sanctuary city for the unborn. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Any unborn person feeling uh, unsafe, please, uh, you may go to Lebanon, Ohio. I did will not be see that there. coming. I'll be honest. I was like, <laughs> I'm like trying to predict where it's going. And I, you know, I thought maybe a sanctuary city for oh. Christians or mm. I, I couldn't figure out where. No. I mean, it was very clearly not going to be like a, an actual sanctuary for people <laughs> in need of sanctuary. Like I knew that that wasn't where we were going with this. Oh, but Dan, these babies, these babies, Dan, they need sanctuary. <laughs> and if you happen to abort one. In the town of Lebanon, you uh, it, it is now punishable with six months in jail, supposedly, wow. and a one thousand uh, dollar fine. I don't uh, think that that's going to hold up. Yeah, uh, they, even in even in the environment that we're in, <laughs> I don't think you can get away with that one. Yeah, Ohio, of course. Uh, you know they have fairly strict abortion laws. Um, yeah. Their governor in two thousand nineteen signed the heartbeat bill into legislation um that and it would have uh, oh actually this is leading it, it would have banned abortion uh as early as six weeks right um but it was later uh, blocked uh by a judge um and but ohio does currently ban abortions after 20 weeks uh right yeah and they they keep trying to get it down to six weeks which is ludicrous well it's just before a woman might know she's pregnant so yeah it's an That's effective I, ban. On well, abortion. I mean, it's not ludicrous from their perspective, but right, but anyway. they're saving they're saving lives from murder. Yeah, I know from their perspective. But apparently, Dan, this whole like sanctuary cities for the unborn is a thing. Oh God! I looked it up. It is a thing. They have a website, uh, and they have sanctuary cities. Don't look it up, Dan. Don't look it up. I hear. I'm I not know. going to. Okay. All right. Because I'm guessing that it's this is a Project Blitz uh, 
idea. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, most all of the the cities that are listed here as sanctuary cities are all in Texas. Uh-huh. Uh, m- huge places like Wascom, Texas, and <laughs> T- Tanaha, Texas, and Gilmer, and Westbrook, Rusk, Gary. Uh, East There's Mountain. a Gary, Texas? There's a Gary, Texas. It keeps going. The list, I mean, it's just tons and tons and tons of places in Texas. Then there's Hay Center, Nebraska. <laughs> Blue Hill, Nebraska. <laughs> and now Lebanon, Ohio has joined the list. Oh, my God. So, so the thriving metropolises are really getting behind this movement. Oh, yeah. They also have potential cities. Um, Abilene. You've at least heard of Abilene. Yeah, that's true. Um, Henderson, Texas. I think I've heard of that. Um, just scrolling. It's a bunch again. T- this is a Texas project, um, big time because they're just all down in Texas places. I've most of them I've never heard of. And the ones yeah. that I have, they have a name of another place like Odessa or Athens. And so who right. knows, right? Like maybe I've heard of it. Um, yeah. and then they have cities of death, Dan. Oh, they have a list of cities of death. <laughs> And there's only one, Austin, Texas. Wait, that's a city of death? It's a city of death. They, they, I guess they rejected becoming a sanctuary city. And so this is, they've been declared a city oh. of death. And can I don't they know declare what Can is. they declare Salt Lake a city of death? I want to be a city of death. I think it would be glorious to be a city of death. Like, this I'm going to be... write to them. <laughs> to whom it may concern. You've missed a city. <laughs> I would like to report a glaring oversight in your list. <laughs> Clearly Salt Lake City is a city of death. We, yeah, we would oh. wear it as a badge of honor. Austin. Oh, poor Austin. Just death oh. everywhere. It oh. must... How must it be to be an interesting cultural center uh, stuck in the middle of Texas? I yeah, would, uh, I know. We have that to some degree here. We do. Not, we're not Austin by any stretch of the imagination, but like... Uh, we're getting there. <laughs> not quite. Not quite you, yet. You, you throw a couple hundred more food trucks in Salt Lake, <laughs> we're, we're going to be there. Probably true. All right. Uh... Well, I from Austin, Texas, I'm going to take us to uh, your former stomping grounds, oh. Rome. Oh, yeah. Love the place. Roma, Italy, where a uh, uh, an interesting switch has happened. A, mm-hmm. a, a sort of bizarre thing cuz look, there's this there's this little organization you may have heard of. Uh, they got a little a little headquarters there in Rome. <laughs> Uh, actually, not in Rome. Surrounded by Rome, right? They're in their, their own, own place, city, country, state place <laughs> uh, called the Catholic Church, and they, you may have known, own a couple of pieces of art. <laughs> yeah, uh, a few. They own. They own a lot of art. They own um, all the art. All of the art. <laughs> They've got for it centuries. All. Yeah, they owned all of the art. <laughs> so you know, if you want to uh, to make to to put the Sistine Chapel uh on you know in your restaurant or you want you know to to have a replica of Michelangelo's Pietà you are going to need to check in with the Vatican because they guard those images jealously do they license them i don't know i i mean i i Ooh. i know that they're definite that they are definitely like they enforce their copyright 
of oh, those things. God, seriously? Um, which makes the story that I'm about to tell all the more uh, ironic, which is that the Vatican issued postage stamps with the image of a Jesus. It's, it's a Jesus image that was done by a, a Rome-based street artist named Alessia Bar Babro, who did not give them permission to put their her image on their on their <laughs> postage stamps. No way, really. They didn't even ask. <laughs> she she put it up on a on a bridge mm -hmm. uh, in Rome, and I guess. And the the interesting thing is that like this is this is commentary on religion. This isn't endorsement of religion you know this is an image of jesus uh with his arms sort of outstretched a halo on him hmm. and her like her sort of artist tag which is a, a a very large heart over his chest uh that says just use it which mm. is sort of her branding uh as, oh, as wow. a as a street artist yeah and they just were like oh that's nice like and I, like I said, they own they own all the art. Yeah, they, it's I ours. think they think that. I think they're like, wait, what do you mean we can't just use it? <laughs> it says just use it right on the art. <laughs> it has those very words. So hmm. there you go. Uh, apparently, and you know, is this she is claiming like a copyright? Like, is yes. she going after them? Yes, she is. She is. That's suing. interesting for public art for street art. Yeah, right. apparently there are the like the law actually doesn't distinguish copyright, uh, even even if you, you know if it graffiti. was illegally right uh, put up. Right, uh, the artist still owns copyright. They may be liable for uh, destruction of property or some sort of graffiti right. laws as well, but they own copyright of their art. So the she is suing. Uh, the Vatican for 130,000 euros. Good for her. Get yeah. It. Go get yeah. your your stamp money. I love it. Also, mm. she should just buy up all of those stamps. She <laughs> yeah. should just own the whole run of those because <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. I would wow. never send a letter without one of the stamps with my art on it. <laughs> Lots of trips yeah. to the Vatican, though. So you got to yeah. go to their post office. Yeah, exactly. You know, did you mm. ever use their post office while you all were there? the time? It was way more efficient than the Italian postal service. Oh, and we only we just lived right around the corner. So oh, there you go. Like we we were so effing close to the to the Vatican. Um, why did I say effing? <laughs> um, well, one it, doesn't want to, to swear <laughs> when one is when one is so close to <laughs> the Lord's anointed. I'm trying to not have to click the explicit tag this week. Fucking uh, click it. <laughs> I do it every way, just every week out of just habit. All right, Dan. Yeah. Um, f uh, a little bit of a follow up. Saudi, oh, okay. Saudi Arabia has my attention at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they do. Because they're 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 up to to crazy land stuff from my perspective. Right? Yeah. Um, because. The way that they have responded to COVID-19, which is they've taken it seriously, um, has kind of 
it just sort of surprised me. It caught me off guard. I just, I, I don't know I why, really, but they believe, them believing the science caught me off guard. Well, it is disappointing because they're the <laughs> the sort of theocratic nightmare right. state. I was just ex- we should be the bastion of like like the world should look to the United States and be like, well, what are they doing? We should do that. Oh, but no. instead, the world does not do that. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm saying we have not earned that in any way. No, and no. and the COVID nineteen thing was a wildly. Uh, uh, was a crazy way of demonstrating how much we haven't earned that. But we should, but we haven't. I know. Anyway. So Saudi's doing good then. They're, well, yeah, they're, they're, they're doing okay um, on, on, on that whole front. But what, what this article is addressing is the fact that they are making the vaccine mandatory. Right. Oh, interesting. It is mandatory. You have to get vaccinated, right? And right. it's causing a backlash. Like they have an anti-vax population, right? And people who don't want to be vaccinated, you know, for whatever crazy reason. And and Saudi Arabia is just like, well, then you cannot go on pilgrimages. You cannot attend university. You cannot go to malls. You cannot go to the office. And you can't travel outside of the country. You can't leave it. the country unless you're vaccinated. I love it. Um, and the, I mean, this is all part of the, 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 we've spoken about it before on the show. They're trying to like, uh, push this vision 2030 program where they're trying right. to kind of open up and they're trying to get tourism. They're also like trying to bring in big international sporting events and just big events, international events, period. Like they just right. want to bring in money through tourism and maybe i don't know like convention type stuff and sporting (laughs) events and just it just just not oil right like that's basically what they're working on is just how do we we make money way to continue to make money (laughs) that's not isn't (laughs) dead dinosaurs yeah and so um but i i you know like man compulsory vaccination boy there's a part of me that really wishes we could do it. There's also just a part of me that wishes we could just trust people to do it on their own. That <laughs> there wasn't so much misinformation out there. Right. Um, because, like, you know. But you what know, good is wishing that humanity was better than it actually is? Yeah, you might as well force them to do the right thing. Right. Yeah. You literally <laughs> is can't. That, is that the answer? I don't know. Literally, everyone, every time we, like, we say, hey, here's the right thing, everybody. Do it. A decent percentage is just going to say no. So I, no, you can't just say. I mean, that's just wishful thinking. It's every bit as much magical thinking to think that like humanity will just do the right thing because it's the right thing. I know. I I do think though that without making it like mandatory, because I mean, this is like I don't know how you live your life without without doing it right i think you pick one or two things and you just say you have to be vaccinated to do this you have to be vaccinated to go to public schools right like this that that's a completely reasonable request you have yeah. to, and and i think companies saying you have to be vaccinated or show us you know some sort of reason why you can't be right. um and uh or, or or else you you can't come to work right and so like 
I think those are reasonable things to do, but I I get weird when like, I don't know. I don't want the government telling me. <laughs> right? No, I don't. Like, like, okay, so so in this instance, I'm totally cool with it, right? Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, great. Like, awesome. But I don't know. Am I sounding a little weird right now? That's not, I, I'm just saying, that, I, just, uh, here, I, I totally get where you're coming from. It makes me uneasy. But it's just, I mean, yeah, the problem is somebody has to say it. I know. Somebody has to say, this is mandatory. You have to do this because society needs it. But can't we... And I, I know this is a stupid thing to say, but, like, can't we just win the argument? Like, can't we just, like... No! <laughs> this is the problem! We have to acknowledge that society, that human beings, are, for the most part, idiots. Yeah. We're just dumb. And, if we, and every time we don't, like, proceed with that acknowledgement, we fail. Yeah. Because we've won all, we you know, science wins so many arguments and then loses in the real world. Like we, we like we know so many things. We know that there's no God. Like like the fact that we, that everyone isn't atheist at this point is plenty for us to say. Oh yeah, we have to give up on everybody just doing the right thing because it makes the most sense. That will never ever work. So, I know, do- I know it won't, but like, I want it to. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. keep. I mean, can't I just? I, I. It's so sad that I no longer believe in humanity. Right? Like I used to. <laughs> I honestly used to. I. I believe if you if everybody goes back four hundred episodes, you'll probably hear me say something about how I believe in humanity. Right? Yeah. And it's like, but boy, that's gone. Yeah. Last good. Last year. <laughs> I mean, good. it was probably already happening, but like this last year, it's just like, no, nah, I'm fucking done. Humanity fucking sucks. I'm done. It's been the past four years for me. Uh, yeah. The, yeah, I mean, yeah. But for me, tangible this last year. Right. Like, yeah. like where it's like, that is the thought of it's just like humanity sucks. Yeah. I mean, you can, hold, you can believe humanity hat like there's good in humanity mm. i'm fine with that statement there is good in humanity is there as long as it doesn't run afoul of anybody's fears or like <laughs> yeah that's not that's not good though that's not you just being need good you, you being just need to heavily when, caveat yeah no you shouldn't have to ca- put too many caveats on the declaration of humanity is good oh right? no you, like, you shouldn't have like then then I mean, how many caveats before it's like, oh yeah, not good, right? <laughs> just, like we're not inherent, we're not inherently good. We're just inherently human. We're that's <laughs> that's what we are. Humanity is inherently human, and I <laughs> am going to further demonstrate that with okay, my great. next story, which is about I don't know if you've heard of Wheaton College. It's uh, it's outside of Chicago. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. It, and it's it's a an evangelical college. It oh. is a it is a uh, and it's a long running. It, it's been around for a long time. Um, and there at Wheaton College, there is a plaque, uh, and this plaque honors uh, some missionaries who were killed by 
what it calls Indians. Uh, <laughs> now, what? it doesn't just say Indians. It actually uses, the whole phrase is savage Indians. Oh, uh, boy. So, okay. okay, the good news is they're taking down this plaque. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, and replacing it. <laughs> the bad news is when I say that there is a plaque on an old college that's commemorating missionaries being killed by savage Indians. Oh, God. Give me a year when you think this might this event may have happened. Wh oh, no. Go ahead. That the, 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 the missionaries were killed? Yeah. <laughs> 1983. <laughs> that's that's closer than your real guess would have been if I hadn't set it up that way. What? I'm sure, like, I'm thinking 1830s sure. or seven. You know what I mean? Like, right. whatever. It's It's got to be way back in olden days. Right. Not the 1956 event that it's actually commemorating. When did the plot where, go up? Uh, not long after that. Okay. I believe uh, that. Like it, 1956. It's, but I, I here's the thing. It. it wasn't, this wasn't North American quote unquote Indians. These were the indigenous people of Ecuador, uh, the Waurani people. <laughs> what? Uh, who were, you know, one of these tribes that didn't want outsiders coming in. And right. of course there's nothing more tantalizing to dipshit Christian missionaries than people who refuse to hear their message. So this group of uh, one, two, three, four, five ding-dongs decided to venture into a place that they knew for a fact was unwelcoming, that did not want them, a group of people that did not want them and had a reputation for killing people who, who did in, <laughs> in, intrude on their little life. Oh, no. Uh, and they they got killed. Like, the obvious thing happened. Right. And what's amazing about this story, and I found the story in a couple of places, is that nobody was like, yeah, we definitely should take this plaque down. This is not something that should be commemorated. This was us being dicks. And, uh, and, you know, sort of inserting ourselves in a place that we have no business inserting ourselves. No. The plaque is coming down because it has the word savage in it. Oh, and God. that's offensive. And it is deeply offensive. Yeah. yeah. But not the but practice. But also... It wasn't the practice of, of, right. of forcing religion onto unsuspecting native peoples. Onto people who don't want it, who have yeah. made it clear they don't want it. And yeah, even apparently so. there was like right. a few days leading up to uh, their their murder where they were trying to make inroads and okay. giving gifts to these people. <sighs> oh, but I'm guessing they were very clear about this. Don't come here. Right. That has been the message. They were very, very clear. They killed other people. So I don't think you get a plaque. Because you were one of the people who was killed by a group of people who said, don't come here or we'll kill you. It was really a plaque for being stupid. It's a plaque for being idiots. Yeah. Uh, but Wow. But they didn't. But but that's that's not the issue that they're taking. The uh, <laughs> the very the, the highly offensive wording will be will be coming down. So that's nice. That's isn't yeah. that nice. It's nice. It's good. <laughs> 
All right, Dan. Southern Baptists. Yes, I've heard of them. They're out there in droves. There's so many of them, Dan. Yeah. But there are fewer than there used to be. Um, apparently, they're, uh, they're on the de- decline. Uh, they, they have lost more than 2 million members since... Uh, nine, or I'm sorry, 2006. So just in 15 years, uh, they've they went down from like, what was it? Like uh, 16.3 million uh, Southern Baptists in the world, and now there is uh, 14 million. Oh um, man, which is I, I like that. I like that trend. Yeah, it's great. I that is a, love that it. is a positive trend. Um, I mean, they've lost almost half a million just since 2019 like 435,000 um and obviously there's covid that's been going on sure um so uh worship attendance uh was down um a bit this last year that's to be expected but also like um you know i'm just i'm sure church was open for business in right. uh, most places, um, but you know the Southern well, Baptists. Well, we're talking about membership. We're legitimately talking. Well, and and some attendance, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, that's the fifteen percent that I was just talking about. Uh, they also have had uh, baptisms are down uh, by about half um, in that period of time. Mm. Uh, so that could be the the attendance in the baptisms could be accounted for by. Uh, by just covid but a little bit i you really really baptisms like i guess because i guess they kind of do a lot of adult baptism like because they're even they're they're evangelizing right they're like trying to bring people into the fold right so yeah i guess that's probably true um it, it could be a lot of covid and you know they they definitely mentioned that in this article but there's a lot of concern that even uh, with the numbers that they've lost from COVID, that they'll see people returning. Like they're actually really concerned about that. Like they they suspect they're gonna lose like the vast majority of those people. Uh, I think they're gonna lose a lot. Yeah, I think yeah. I think uh, everybody that stopped going. Yeah, a huge percentage are gonna be like, oh, do you know what's nice? Not, not going not to going. church. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, but you know, like it, it is interesting because they have seen, um, a number of high profile, um, people leaving the, the denomination, yeah. um, Beth Moore, right. Um, yep. who we, t- who we've talked about, she was a, a, a Bible, uh, like instructor, instructor type thing. Right. Um, yeah. she eth- left cause they don't, cause they because she was a she was a teacher in a group that didn't allow women teachers. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. Um, ethicist Russell Moore. Um, uh, they've lost a, a, a apparently a, just a bunch of uh, black pastors over yeah. the past uh, little while. Uh, and so you know when when you start seeing high profile people of the community and actual like leaders in the community departing, well. They're the 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 lay folk are, are are going too, um, and that's that's just gonna that just is guaranteed. That trend is going to continue. Yeah, they are they are in trouble. Yeah, as I a, love as it. An organization, I love it too. Because they're it is they're that, pretty nasty. Because unlike and what's great is that unlike you know a group like the Mormon Church where their their numbers are way down, mm-hmm. 
But the trend line is still sort of slowly creeping upward, I think. These guys are actually like well taken in aggregate, taken yeah. all for all, they're still losing. Right. I you mean, know, when you when you sub subtract out all the people that they are gaining, yeah. they're still on a downward trajectory, and that's great. Yeah. I mean, Mormons still do have it's not as it's not the powerhouse um uh a birth rate that it used to be, but they still right. have a, they still have a decent birth rate, and that helps with their numbers a lot. And the other thing that Mormons um, have going for them is uh, they, they have a lot of third world growth at the moment, and that's yeah. not meant to discredit in any way. No. But like, well, they're they're going into areas that I mean, they have a history of preying on people in the third world. Like, oh yeah, like it's it's their big that's their big ticket item yeah they're getting no new converts in the first world no. they're not even no. they're, they're getting nothing they're yeah definitely negative in in this and other uh first world countries yeah absolutely all right uh i'm gonna i'm gonna close it out with an interesting speaking of southern baptists uh there's one who's very angry. We've heard of from Albert Moeller before. He's the president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Mm. Uh, he's he was one of the guys that created a big furor recently about uh, critical race theory oh, and how yeah. much he hates that. Boy, that's that's a big hot ticket item right now. <sighs> how dare we look at at like our history through the lens of what actually happened? Anyway, uh, he's. Uh, <laughs> He's now up in arms about a totally different thing. And I think uh, I think he has every right to be. He is mad at Legos. Uh, Legos, like, the, the, the little uh, the toy little block blocks? company. No. They're clipped together. What could he possibly have against Legos? Oh, they did something awful, Frank. They did something terrible. Oh, they no. created a little set that you can buy. You know, you buy the sets. You can buy a set that, you know, you build a little TIE fighter from Star Wars yeah. or you can build yeah. a little. You buy a set and it. I was always a big fan of just give me a bucket of bricks and I'll just see yeah. what I can create yeah, on my own. Yeah, I, same I didn't here. want. Don't don't give me rules and instructions, but <laughs> that's hard uh, to believe. One of the one of the there's a new kit that's that's being released uh, and it is they're, they're calling it. Everyone is awesome. Uh oh. And the everyone oh. is awesome kit. Yeah, uh, he doesn't is... like that idea. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't like that idea <laughs> at he all. Knows As a matter of fact, that not everyone is awesome. He's awesome, <laughs> right? He, yeah, yeah. No, there's a quote that says exactly that. <laughs> no, yeah. no. How did I? No, I'm sorry, let, Dan. Let, let me let me describe the Lego thing, and then I'll get to what okay. he actually okay. said. The Lego thing is just, it's a pride flag. So oh, uh, no. inclusive, it, it's, it's, it's the rainbow, and then it's got the, the trans colors on one end and the, uh, the brown and the black stripes as well. And then a bunch of little Lego guys uh, in each of the colors. Okay. That's it. Yeah. It's just a rainbow. Sounds cute. <laughs> and it's called Everyone is Awesome, and it's obviously about... LGBTQIA plus uh, and and uh, black and brown inclusion. Great. Well, not great for Albert Moeller, who literally did ask. Okay, I'll just read the quote. What exactly does awesome mean? 
Even if you understand how the word has been devalued in our society, is everyone awesome? (laughs) Is everyone awesome all the time? Uh, Are you going to speak of everyone is equally awesome? (laughs) Does it have anything to do with sexual identity? Uh, And And as everything is awesome, everything really is awesome. I don't think so. I don't know. I it got his wording is a little wonky in the middle there. Uh, yeah, he is. He's very very upset uh, oh. at the possibility that that somebody might be confused and think that everyone is indeed awesome. Right, right. What a well, terrible what a, message. What a tragedy that would be. I mean, it's very clearly not true. This guy, very not awesome. Yeah, he's not obviously awesome. not awesome. Oh, uh, but yes. I think, I think it can be uh, very, yeah. Also, I, I think you're probably in the so wrong position. Literally, guy, like, 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 literally. If your <laughs> if your position is, I'm a Christian. I believe in the guy who said that everyone is divine and of you know, and and is the son or daughter of the living God, and Jesus. And I'm a follower of Jesus who said to love everyone. And then your position is, but fuck you if you think they're all awesome. <laughs> I, th- I think I think maybe you've got an issue there. <laughs> Somebody's a grumpy. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. You know. It's I, there you yeah. There you go. Anyway, uh, listen. If you are awesome, but you have something that you'd like to say to us, please feel free to write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Hey, Dan. Yeah. Now is the time, Dan, to hear... a some religious ding dong say something yeah yeah uh, they, we, really we usually we, we 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 get some choice ones here this is delightful <laughs> this is jim baker um now we have played jim baker plenty of times of yeah. late he's the guy who like sells copious food buckets for the uh, for the apocalypse and uh and also like silver-based miracle cures for COVID. Right. Like, right. that's that's who this guy is now. But we remember a time, Frank, <laughs> when Jim Baker was a different Jim Baker. When oh, he yeah. had one of the largest, like, televangelist empires in the world, if not the largest. The, the Was it the PLO? Praise... Uh, uh, P, PT, PTL. Praise the Lord Ministries. Yes, something like that. It wasn't PLO. That's something else. It was the <laughs> yep PTL, and yeah, they they had like a big satellite network thing, and yeah. it was crazy town. And they would like there's actually some fun documentaries on it. The I was it the Eyes of Tammy Faye, um, right? That one's great, and they get yeah. all into like they would just go on unscripted and just like riff for hours. <laughs> And just bleed money out of people. And they built oh, like God, yeah. Bible Land, like, or they tried to build, you know, this amusement park called Bible Land. Yeah. Um, and all the while, he's just, it, it's just a giant slush fund for him, 
right? Yeah. He's totally misusing money. Uh, I can't remember exactly what the whole fraud thing was. Um, wasn't it like a, wasn't he finally, they finally got him for some sort of like wire fraud, didn't they? I, it was, it, I, I seem to recall it being, it was the thing they were really able to finally pin on him. But also like, but yeah, like, for, yeah, for, the, was, for the Bible land, he would sell, he would sell like, uh, like it was like a timeshare thing he sold for his hotels and then he oversold it by gross amounts. Yeah. Like, like he literally, like he was a fraudster, up and down, and it led to him going to prison. Like he yeah. was, oh, he went to jail. There he was also plenty like, of evidence. You know, cheated on Tammy Faye. Mm-hmm. He was a shitbag. Yeah, uh, he was convicted or, in a court of law. This is important, leading into this particular clip. That, right. Or okay, well, that's one way of looking at it, Frank. That's <laughs> our view of what happened. When he had an affair and then and and paid stole tons you know, of money, tons of money and all that sort of stuff, and it was widely reported and there was a you know, finally he was actually put in jail. That's our view right. of what happened. Right. He has a different take. Right. Let's let's hear his take. My experience with cancel culture, they canceled me, and it was a group of preachers really worked with it, but mainly it was the media. And the media got a Pulitzer Prize for putting me in prison. That's what they do. They reward the enemies of the gospel. And the cancel culture, we had the largest ministry of its type in the world. Heritage USA, millions of people came there. And it was millions being saved around the world. And they literally took it away, put it into bankruptcy, said they were going to care for it, and it was all lies, and it was a, it was a takeover plan. And it was done in front of the world. And that was what cancel culture is. Public shaming is the definition. And Mondo, one of the biggest agencies of the federal government, produced video from my show video and edited it mm. and put me in prison, they said, they testified that it was that video that made people believe, well, something must be wrong. They made me say things I didn't say. Mm. They just put pieces together, thousands of pieces of my show. And so when I went into trial for the last trial, after prison, after I got out of prison, I was put on trial again. Mm. And in that, the lawyers got all that tape that the government had edited. The government did it. Just like now. This is cancel culture. And they took it apart and put it back the way it was on the show. And the lies, they made me tell lies that weren't there. Unbelievable. And when the when the when the the uh, courts heard this, they saw the first video, what the government had edited, and then they saw the one from the original. They voted unanimously that I wasn't guilty. Wow. 
Nobody knows these That's things, right. hardly. It was in the paper, the same papers that brought me down, but it was like two inches in the back of the paper. Jim Baker wins. It was cancel culture. That's right. They did everything to cancel me. Everything to erase me. It was cancel culture. <laughs> I don't know. I think when the government or the courts cancel you, <laughs> you were you probably did something wrong, right? Well, like, yeah. If, you, if your they, they quote unquote <laughs> cancellation takes the form of a guilty verdict, that's, that's different. That's not what cancel culture is supposed to be about. Well, cancel culture is just—I mean, it's just people deciding. It's society deciding. That's what cancel culture is, right? That that yeah. this is not acceptable behavior, and so we're ignoring you. You don't get to do your thing anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what real cancel culture yeah. is. And by yeah. the way, if anybody is listening to the show, and if you've ever complained about cancel culture. Look, that's all we're talking about. All we're talking about is a bunch of like, and and it can be taken too far. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. But but like yeah, what we're talking about is society having norms and yeah. going, mm, we're not okay with that, and we're yeah. not going to participate. And no, we're not going to buy your chicken with the pickles on it, or whatever. <laughs> anyway, yeah, exactly. and of course the people who most participate in cancel culture. Uh, are the ones who are the one are the ones who are most happy are, are the or rather the people who complain about it the most mm -hmm. are the ones who most participate yeah that's yes absolutely like, across the board that is always the case they just don't they just don't it's not cancel culture when I do it when I won't right. let my kids watch the Smurfs because it's satanic that's not cancel culture <laughs> that's just being a good parent oh my uh, god that was a, a family on my block growing up. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't watch anyway. the Smurfs. Can you believe that? What a, I, I, what, a uh, what a horrible childhood. I fucking love the Smurfs. <laughs> like I don't know what I would have done without the Smurfs. Wow, that's a that's coming down strong for in pro Smurf. I'm pro territory. Smurf. Yeah, you're uh, you're you're hard you're hard in for the Smurfs. Yeah, they're Smurfy. You know. <laughs> How dare you say that? <laughs> oh, you don't am know I what I just said. It means everything. <laughs> it's uh, the word Smurf is the uh, is the aloha of their culture. Uh, funny. It means hello and goodbye. <laughs> um, well, we had some people write into us, so we had some folks call into us. Uh, Jane wrote in to say hello, Frank and Dan. I started listening to you recently during lockdown. Well done. Uh, my brother introduced me to your podcast. We are happily atheist and love your show. I've heard you mention television shows like The Good Place. Mm. I love that show, too. Mm -hmm. I think you might also like Good Omens. Uh, it's a great book. I would I would love to know what you guys think. You've already talked about it. Uh, if you've already talked about it, my apologies for missing it. Keep the faith. Not. Uh, <laughs> have you seen Good Omens, Frank? I haven't. Well, she says it's a book. It uh, Well, it's a book that they made into a series. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Oh. With with the delightful David Tennant and uh, uh and the other guy who I also really like, who's an actor who I whose name eludes me right now. Anyway. And you've watched it? I've watched the series. Yeah, I think oh. I, it's 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 very fun. It's oh. very fun. I I have my quibbles with the filmmaking. Uh Neil Gaiman wrote the book, oh. uh, I believe, and uh and then he also wrote the script oh. the, the the teleplay. 
yeah. for the series. Is it Neil Gaiman? Am I thinking I of the right know. thing? I, I think so. Yeah. I could be wrong. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll just we'll just assume that I'm brilliantly right uh, hmm. about this. Uh, I'm gonna play a voicemail. Yes. What should we do, Amanda? Let's listen. Yeah, let's listen to Amanda. Hi, y'all. Uh, my name's Amanda. I'm calling from Fayetteville, Arkansas, and I just listened to the episode um, where you guys were talking about the study on people losing their religion in college. And I'm calling because um, I totally agree with the stats or the the um, of the study that college teaches people to think critically and that makes them lose their religion. That totally happened with me. However, I would say the class that really made me just say, okay, this is total crap, was just a basic um, Western Civ course. Um, when I saw that a bunch of men got together and picked out which books were going to be in the Bible at the Nicene Council. And for me, that was it. So I ended up getting a degree in history with a minor in religious studies because I'm still fascinated by the topic. But that was the course for me that that really did it. Um, it's funny, though, because you guys said that a person who was a theater major probably wouldn't question their religion. And my husband has a degree in theater, and he completely lost his religion in college and because of college. So, uh, yeah, that that major, too, makes people question things. Um, anyway, all right. Love you guys. Um, Great podcast. Bye. You married a theater major? First mistake. Right there. Oh, my God. That That's a classic <laughs> blunder. That's, that's one of the Sicilian, the, the classic blunders that that they talk about. Uh, but, uh, yeah. It, look, yeah, you go to college, you actually meet a diversity of people. Yeah. Unless you go to BYU. And, uh, and shit happens. Yeah. That's a fun story. Thanks for that. Uh, by the way, Good Omens was written not only by Neil Gaiman but by Terry Pratchett. Uh, it was co-written. I should have I should have mentioned that. Oh yeah, uh, it's important. And uh, yeah, so there's there's that. I should have said that. And uh, and Michael Sheen is the name of the other actor. It's on oh, it's on Amazon. Michael Sheen. I love Michael Sheen. Yeah, he's great. Ah, wow. It's a it, yeah. They're delightful. Okay. John Hamm shows up as an angel. There. John Hamm. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't How believe I this has this? escaped you. Yeah. I will watch anything with John Hamm. I mean, <laughs> I'm not, sure you would. It's not true. He's a, he's he's John Handsome is who he is. Well, he, yeah, he is. But he's, he's also... A, he's easy on the old eyeballs. I mean, Donald, or Don Draper. Oh, yeah. What a character. Exactly. exactly. Um, all right. Well, we have another uh, voicemail that we should probably oh. play. Uh, responding to us and sort of talking about our stances on mask wearing at this point. Great. And I said something along the lines of like, well, I'm just not wearing a mask at all, which was yeah, you did. probably an overstatement a little bit, but I'm not. You, and you, you mentioned going <laughs> to a store with a mask. Yeah, I, I'm more than willing to go into the grocery store without, without a mask. But anyway, Amanda right, has, here's, uh, or um, uh, MJ, uh, which I, bel I believe I heard that correctly, um, it has, uh, it explains um, their stance. So Okay. I just discovered you guys' podcast, I don't know, maybe about a month ago, and I've totally been binge listening to it. Uh, I was just listening to your latest show where you guys were talking about vaccinated people who did not have to wear masks in public anymore. And I have really, really mixed feelings about that because uh, I have two kids who are under 12 and cannot yet 
be vaccinated. And I really super wish the CDC had held off until everybody was eligible to be vaccinated. So um, I'm still wearing my mask indoors most of the time because I want my kids to. And, uh, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Parenting was never like a great model. So, uh, yeah, that's my take. I kind of wish they'd held off. Although it is really super nice to go outside with other unvaccinated people and eat at the same table and not worry too much about it. That's pretty rocking. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for what you do. Bye. Well, yeah, there's the kid thing. Kids. That's a thing. I never think about kids. Why, why would you? I always forget about them. They're a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I... Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, I can see how that could make it harder on parents. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. But uh, but also, I the other thing is that, like, telling people that they can actually go maskless if they get the vaccine might be a good way to motivate people to get vaxxed. So, I don't, see, I, I definitely fall on the, the, it's, I mean, how many people are, like, if it's just the honor system, right, I mean, and I know this is a, a hole in, 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 in a problem with, with the current setup, right? If it's mm. just going to be a sign on the door that says we recommend um, all non, you know, or anybody not wearing a mask or anybody who's not been vaccinated, please wear a mask, whatever it is, right? Right. As long as it's on our system, there's going to be a ton of people in there. Possibly. Yeah. Right. Who, it's true. Who are just never going to get vaccinated and never wore a mask to begin with, except for the fa- for the supermarket where they had to. You right. know, I'm looking at you, Utah, because that was basically how it was. Um, and and so yeah, that's kind of that that's a problem. That's a hole. I get it, and I could see as a parent being like, you know, recognizing that and just being like, yeah, let's just. This makes it harder, but let's keep a mask on, you know, like, yeah. Um, and I, so I'm with you. Yeah. But, but it, from my perspective, I know that, um, there's, there's the, the one side of it. I'm, I'm safe and I'm protected. And there's the other side of it, which is I'm not likely to be a vector for the, right. For, for the, the virus either. So, um, so I, 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 that sense of like responsibility i'm just like i'm done <laughs> all right but there is well, there uh, is this example and and for the kids i yeah i get it you heard it here mj frank just said fuck your kids no i didn't say that's that. frank's take frank's that, hot that take. is literally not what i just said <laughs> that's exactly what you said that's i i'd literally <laughs> verbatim <laughs> all right uh and we had one more uh, email. Nice. This is from Miranda in the Motor City, Ooh. Detroit, <laughs> uh, who says, Hey, Frank and Dan, I was listening to your, la- to your latest cast talking about the ELCA. That's the Episcopal Lutheran Evangelical something. Lutheran Church of America. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and whether we should celebrate churches becoming more accepting or root for people simply leaving churches instead. Hmm. I spent the majority of my upbringing in in an ELCA church, so figured I'd chime in. Hmm. My ELCA church in Ohio, I remember growing up, uh, had what I now know was a gay music director. Hmm. Uh, Pro tip, they were all gay. (laughs) 
all the music directors were and are gay. Anyway, uh, I don't believe that person was ever technically out and open as a gay man, but it was clear that it, my church operated on more of a don't ask, don't tell policy at the time, <laughs> which was the early 2000s. Hearing this news about the trans bishop really doesn't surprise me. The ELCA church, from my experience, has a long t has for a long time been more on the side of loving everyone rather than judging. I commend them on being one of the first denominations to do something like this. But I still left. As much as these churches can be progressive on certain topics, they still tend to have beliefs that damaged me growing up, mm -hmm. particularly around ideas like purity before marriage. I wasn't given the fire and brimstone style warnings of hellfire, but I was still given the ideas, uh, given the ideas around virginity, being broken in sin, and helpless without Jesus, and even had the awful multiple partners means you're like chewed a chewed piece of gum oh, for your Jesus. husband story. Yeah, I know many others heard in youth group in their churches growing up. Things like this still caused me to question once I got to university. And made my first non-Christian. Uh, once I got to university and made my first non-Christian friends, and at the end of the day, these churches still believe that belief in Jesus is a requirement for heaven. As someone whose best friend was Muslim in college, I simply couldn't believe that a loving God would send my friend to hell. How and how could I, how could I be happy in heaven knowing they were suffering for eternity? I uh, just wanted to say uh, that these progressive churches still have ultimately damaging views, and people who are open-minded seekers ultimately, I think, still find their way out, hmm. even if they are generally more accepting than other churches. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like we said, church church is poison. Religion's poison. Yeah. It I doesn't matter how great, how you know, how touchy-feely happy it is. Right. In the end, dogma kills. I think that maybe Dan, because I mm -hmm. I know that we, you and I know what we mean when we talk about, you know, a church making progress or getting a little bit better or whatever. I, it, it may be confusing for some listeners, right? Who maybe are yeah. new to the show or something. I maybe we should take a stance that's just flipped a little, which is it's less bad. <laughs> yeah the, the stories where like there's a you know they've they've uh appointed some you know pastor minister who's you know x y or z minority and it's and it's surprising that 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 that, that they would do that to us um maybe we shouldn't be like oh wow well, that's a good thing we should be like that's a less bad thing yeah, I think that's right. I, like it might it might just behoove us to adopt some kind of new language on it because it's yeah. like because I I can see how some listeners because we have gotten feedback on this on this topic we've played some feedback on this topic actually not too long ago and it's like maybe it's just the way we're communicating it we, you and so, me so we just need to start the less awful file yeah <laughs> okay yeah, basically all right fine. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's just an idea. Well, friends, uh, listen, there are lots of ways that you guys can help us out if you're enjoying the show. Uh, one of the ways is that you can write us a review on, oh, on the iTunes or whatever. It's so lovely when you do. It, it costs you nothing but your time and uh, brain cells. Uh, but you could be like 
underscore edgy who wrote best podcast on air exclamation point nice this is one of my favorite podcasts i'll get behind i'll get behind on other shows just so i'm caught up with tgia nice so uh, obviously that is wild hyperbole and insane <laughs> to say but uh we certainly appreciate it and uh and you're allowed to do that here's a great thing about you guys writing reviews you can go way over the top with it and we won't get mad you can lie and say we're the best thing that has ever happened to humanity yeah and that would be great uh as long as you give us five stars and write anything uh yeah. that's that's super helpful to us but there are other ways that people can help us frank there are indeed dan um they can give us money i love that idea <laughs> um we, yeah so literally we uh look it's still a pandemic yeah. And I still can't. I still don't have any acting jobs. I, I need it. I you got to give us your money right now. <laughs> don't let Dan starve everybody. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we actually have three new patrons over on Patreon. Uh, we have a new deacon by the name of Kyriakos. So thank you very much and welcome on board. I believe um, that is that is Greek for uh, a state of well-being. Are you serious? No. You just look it up? No, I just made oh, that I up. Like, That's quick. Um, <laughs> we have a new teacher by the name of Nicolette. So okay. welcome to the priesthood, Nicolette. Amazing. And then we have a new priest by the name of Katie. Oh, so peace be upon you all. Uh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. You all now have the magic powers that we are able to bestow on you. Every bit as powerful as the actual priesthood that we stole that we stole it from in the Mormon Church. <laughs> so, congratulations, all of you, on getting the priesthood, and uh, and thanks so much for your support to to you and all of our supporters. And if you'd like to join them, you can do so by going to thankgodimatheist.com and clicking on the support tab, and then you have a couple options. And as always, Dan, we have our top donor to thank. Our Lord and Savior, Austin! Woo! Dan! Hey! Or should I say Reverend Beecher? You know, I, I still have never uh, gone to one of those places on the web that you can go and get your... Uh, you're, you, I've never, I, you know, I've had a few near misses where I almost was at, where I was asked to officiate someone's wedding and then it just sort of fell through or whatever. So I still haven't ever done that. Hmm. So I have not had a call to, uh, to anoint myself in that way. Hmm. So you were not. But I, but I still prefer that people refer to me as reverend. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a funny thing though, right? These little titles that religious leaders like to bestow upon themselves it makes them yeah. seem important doesn't it well i mean you got you got all these all these people who went to unaccredited rinky dink uh dopey <laughs> christian colleges some of them are great but some of them have exactly zero academic value and yet they want us to call them doctor Reverend Doctor blah 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 or Doctor so and so or whatever. Right. And I, it just isn't true. 
It's just it's it, all I mean, fake it and is made true. up. It's fake and made up. Right? But that's the thing. All of these things are fake and made up. Other universities at some point just made it up too. Uh, Excuse but, me? But it's like it means <laughs> something. Uh, you know, if you get a doctorate de degree from, you know, the University of Utah, our alma mater, mm -hmm. that's uh, that's... That's that has a certain meaning to it. Yeah, it does. To, uh, whereas, if you're Doctor So and So from, uh, Pod, you know, Industrial Hands of Worship College, <laughs> I, ju I just, it sticks in my craw a little bit. That th th they would that dare. you want me to call you Doctor mm. Jones or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You you know what I mean. And I, then there are the people that, that, like, you know, they devote their lives to it. They, you know, they are a pastor. That's their that's their full-time gig. Right. But do I call them Pastor Rick? If he introduces himself to me, hey, I'm Pastor Rick. Oh, that would, that's, you just made this awkward. Pastor <laughs> Rick. Hello. We're not in a religious context here. Yeah. I'm not a member of your pastoral group. Yeah, it's so it's it's weird. And you know, it's funny because when when we were the thing that set this conversation off was a I Hemant Meta over on the Friendly Atheist posted a, a link to um a Reddit mm. conversation mm -hmm. asking Am I the asshole, which is a, a Reddit thing. Mm -hmm. Uh and this was a question about, you know, a Catholic and a, and an atheist walk into a bar no they but they meet up with some nuns who introduce themselves as uh, or who are introduced as sister so and so and sister so and so uh you know the, i think i think the they use uh sister mary and sister teresa just to, the, those aren't the real names but they've been changed to protect the innocent or whatever <laughs> cuz those are and the, really and uncommon you know, right. nun names. Yeah, yeah it's, it's true. We would in, instantly be able to find and dox Mar Sister Mary and Sister Teresa if we knew their real <laughs> monikers. Anyway, the friend was like, just said, hi, Mary, hi, Teresa, which does speak to not actually knowing how nuns get their names because they were not, they're, you know, the names that they were born with were not Mary and Teresa. They're named after uh, saints and whatever. But, right. But, but their full name is that you're supposed to talk refer to them as is sister mary and sister teresa but this person was not a catholic and right. that's an honorific and do we do that which yeah. is it's just tricky you know when a long time listeners and i mean listeners who go all the way back will recall that i once did an interview with uh the bishop the then bishop of london Mm. who was, you know, third, I believe, in line in, in, the, in the sort of progression of, of hierarchy. Uh, in, you know, he's, he's, he was a top dog in the Church of England. Yeah. And I started, the, I, I started the interview by saying, I don't know what I'm supposed to call you. What, what do I call you? Mm -hmm. and, at that, and he was, he, was very, he was very funny about it, and he was like, well... I don't know, you know, you're from Utah, so it doesn't really mean it. So you could just call me uh, Bishop Richard. And I was like, well, what's what's your, what's the thing that I would call you if I weren't from Utah? And he was like, my Lord Bishop or whatever. 
So then, uh, then there was really like, piling it on, right, my just, lord bishop. So many honorifics, I and and none of them applied to me. But what's interesting is that he w- he was going to forgive me not calling him your lordship, but uh, he's going to stick with the honorific of bishop. Which, <laughs> I mean, I get it. He worked hard for it. He you know he probably stepped on some some weaker priests to mm. get where he was. So I don't know. I it's tricky. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Where do you come down on the uh, on 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 whether or not we should honor honorifics that don't uh, don't apply to us? Uh, so we don't believe in your silly church. Yeah, um, because it does. I there are a couple of these honorif. Your your example of like Pastor Rick or whatever he said was almost yeah. like perfect because it's like like dude. Why am I calling you pastor anything, right? Like, yeah. you're clearly just some dude, and you go by your first pastor first name. Like, that's weird to me, too, right? Like, yeah. you clearly don't take this very seriously yourself, <laughs> except you do. Yeah. Um, and so that one's And like, we're at a barbecue, hey, dude. Yeah. Oh, nice to meet you, Rick. Right? Like, yeah. easy enough. Um, but, like, I think when you add, like, a a good deal of education, even if it's education and something that, you know, we don't really respect. Um, yeah. And I, I think actually more so than like, like that it's, what's your goal as far as like an interaction with this person, <laughs> because mm. you could very easily just be like, yeah, I'm just gonna like, I I'm out to offend today. That's what I, I'm feeling a little, uh, a little uh, uh, jaunty, right? Like let's yeah. let's let, let let's let's stir some things up and just like ignore the title. You 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 could totally do that. And pe- some people live their lives that way. And if you're that person, go for it, right? Um, but I think like if you're just like in polite company, right? Like yeah, like you might just want to be polite. As just yeah, kind of like a, you know, like why, why, why offend somebody on that ground, right? Because well, you, yeah, why, already, bring, why bring down the party? Yeah, and you've already like ended any interesting discussion that you might actually have with the person right. um, about, you know, their favorite topic in the world, um, and so, and apparently ours too. We talk about it a lot. We, um, we do talk. Well, I mean, it's our job, and it's their job. Right. So, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that's that's the main thing for me is that sometimes it's sort of unnecessary to offend someone, especially if you, like, you know, uh, the the bishop of of London, you know, eh, bishop so and so, who cares, right? <laughs> you know, like, why why yeah. does offend yeah just for the sake yeah. of offending and well and especially if they you know in, in the case of the bishop of london he's a, an incredibly busy man and he was willing to give me some of his time yeah yeah what a dick move would that have been if i had been like okay rick okay richard <laughs> let's rock and roll this thing <laughs> ricky boy yeah it's uh yeah it's i mean there is there is such a thing as politeness yeah it's not stupid to be polite no i don't think so i mean but that's sort of i think that's sort of the 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 approach that i 
I usually well now if I, I if say this to somebody who, being who yelled at a random stranger today. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, here's the thing though: who's more likely to be rude? If that person ends up being rude, uh-huh. oh, which Pastor off. Rick is yeah. likely to be rude. Yeah. I yeah, I think you can drop the honorific immediately in that point. Yeah. At if, that point. If he's not a perfect gentleman. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just Okay. He starts talking Rick. about like how how shitty it is that, you know, that our society is is con- condoning you know, the rights of LGBTQ people. Mm. You don't have to call him Pastor yeah, Rick. I agree with he that. Yes. Broke, he, he broke the politeness, not you. Yeah, I think that's actually, yes, that might be it, right? Although, if you drop the honorific in that scenario, uh-huh. you miss the opportunity to use it sarcastically, which oh, that's is a also a lovely tool. Yeah. Really? <sighs> Pastor Rick? Yeah. That's where you're going with this? Man of God, Rick. Really? Follower of Jesus. Sister Teresa, that's where you want to take this conversation? (laughs) Because I'm sure the nun was a real... She was really nasty, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, you. (laughs) there are nasty nuns. There are nasty nuns, yeah. I I always just think of of like... uh, Somebody, please start a band called The Nasty Nuns. That's (laughs) that's the new band name. I'm giving it to you. Whoever whoever gets an album out first gets to keep it. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think that's. I think the. I think this is a, a decent place to land. I think I'm happy with where we're landing on this. Yeah, I honestly, you're under no obligation. Yeah. to call them by their honorific, but uh, but you know, also, I've had really interesting conversations with, uh, with monks, mm. with pastors. Yeah, uh, and and I wouldn't have had. You're right that I wouldn't have had those conversations if I hadn't been respectful. Right. So um, what, what what's the title for a nun or for a monk? Oh, father. Is it father? Oh, I didn't yeah, know. and I don't think I call. I don't know. I don't think I use the term father. Huh. But I don't think I. I think I think you can also deftly avoid using just their name. Like you don't have to say like you know you don't have to say Father Jonathan. You can just be like, oh hey buddy. <laughs> you don't have to. I mean, you know. How often do you have to say someone's title mm. and name? Yeah. Here's another possibility. Make them use your title. Oh. You come up with a title too. Hey. Just be like, hey, I'll call you that, but you have to call me so and so. What's the title? Come on. I don't, I don't know. Let's uh yeah, uh you uh, you, you have to call me Hair Doctor Professor. <laughs> Dan. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, are you a professor somewhere? Nope. I just prefer the title. <laughs> These are the same people, by the way. <laughs> you can just be Captain Dan. Captain Dan. I'm Captain I like, Dan. I'm Captain Dan. Oh, are you in the Navy? Nope. nope. I just like Do you have a boat? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I just want to go to space someday. <laughs> so we're going to call me Captain Dan. <laughs> I, that's, that is it. If you guys don't call me, oh, Captain, my Captain, from now on, I'm going to be upset. Here's the thing. Um... I did want to mention, by the way, that if you want to disrespect these people, these are the same people, a lot of these people, not all of them, certainly, but a lot of these people are, would be the same people who won't respect someone's pronouns when they are told what they are. Oh. So I think you're, you're, you're under no obligation to them. 
just shift uh, to the wrong title. So they yeah. introduce Pastor Rick, and you're like, oh, Reverend Rick. Um, <laughs> just keep shifting it. Yeah. Oh, so Rabbi Rick, what was it that you were saying about <laughs> Dr. Rick? Um, oh, now Rick here is really an imam. Offensive. Have you met Rick? He's a, he is a, <laughs> he's some sort of religious leader. Was it imam? some sort of? Was that what it was, Rick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. If they're not willing to do it, you don't have to be willing to do it. It's just a matter of what your goals are for the day. Yeah. No, that's that's for real. There huh. you go. All right. All right. Well. Uh, if you if you would like to add to this conversation, we welcome it. Please feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash atheist and click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our two members-only lounges... Uh, we have got one over on Facebook. We've got one on Discord. You can find both of them by going to thankgodimatheist.com slash members only. Hey, thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their beautiful music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks to all of y'all for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.